Over the years, you know, there's the, the written acapella format um, became quite popular. I was always a big fan of it, always watching it with Rivers over the years. Um, and he was always like, bro, we need to get into this shit, we kill it. But there was nothing in Taz to do it. And then eventually Gru started doing his own league, Taz Battles. And he'd been doing that for maybe like six to 12 months or something. And he'd been a few times like, bro, you need to fucking jump in and do a battle, bro. You kill it. And I was kind of like, I'm in an hour and like, oh, I'm doing the music. And he just kind of, yeah, in the end, he's like, bro, fucking battle me, bro. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm a new battle, fucking. And I was like, sweet. So that was, yeah, January 2010 yeah, well, um, that I put the first time, man. Yep. Uh, and yeah, didn't didn't know what would happen with it. Through that, started getting in touch with, um, you know, leagues from, you know, interstate, Brisbane, Melbourne. Spent the first probably 12 months or so pretty much just flying myself around, like, you know, out of my own, out of my own pocket to go around and get my name out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just slowly built and built over the years, man. Um, and I guess I was, you know, definitely one of the mainstays of, of Australian battle rap for, for many years, but didn't quite reach that next step. And then it was uh, 2016 is when I really just, shit started popping off. You know, I got a, it started with a, you know, a couple of guys from my battle with Harry Baker and, and Shuffle T from the UK. I battled them in Melbourne in 2016. Through that, I got my name out, um, ended up getting flown out to Canada, um, you know, flown out to UK, and then, yeah, just spent a couple of years just, you know, flying around the world for fucking battle rap, bro. It was, it was insane, absolutely insane. Now you're about to see how that story directly represents tonight when I ask all you comps fans a couple questions like, how you gonna feel when your boy he's getting tired and I'm racing him with matching right? He ain't got the legs to right. How you gonna make the same excuses as McGregor fans just because he gets a couple punches off ahead of time? I mean, it's up to you right now. Celebrate the man who met the mice just because he went all right at something he never tried on. Witness a legend fighting with expert crime and submitting titles against the most impressive rivals in the depth of crime and recognize you when they're watching one of the very best of eyes. Hey guys, we're back with another episode of the Tonksy Media Podcast. Today's guest needs no introduction. If you love your Aussie hip-hop, you'll know this fella for sure. He's an absolute OG in the game. Uh, he's a proud father, born and bred in my hometown, Hobart, Tasmania. Uh, if you listen to his music, it is inspirational. Please welcome to the podcast, Dundee. Dundee, pleasure, my bro. Thanks for having me, mate. Especially under the circumstances. Uh, yeah, about to... Uh, uh, yeah, been the dad gang again very soon, my bro. I know, bro, very, very close. It's a bit of a risk actually coming out to do this podcast, to be honest, but fuck it, we'll see how we go, eh? Call, you be calling back, bro. I thought, bloody hell, what happened, mate? <laughs> nah, fucking, you know, I might, uh, might have to cut it shorty for water breaks during the podcast, bro, but we'll see how we go, eh? Well, we'll play it by you, my brother. Cool, cool, bro. All right, so... Firstly, bro, thank you for your time, brother. Thanks for coming on. Um, I've been looking forward to this one. So yeah, let's fucking let's let's do a good potty, bro. Good, brother. Looking forward to it, man. Awesome, bro. Awesome. All right. Well, let's fucking let's start, brother. Um, let's g- give us a bit of a rundown on your on your childhood. Let everybody know where you're from and and sort of yeah, a bit a bit on your upbringing and stuff, brother. Um, for those who don't know, yeah, Dundee. Mick, Michael, 
Uh, born and raised in Hobart, man. Um, yeah, since, since uh, did spent a bit of time in Melbourne and Brisbane over the years, but um, yeah, born and raised down here, man. Um, yeah. yeah, nice, bro. What um, what was your what was your upbringing in that like, bro? You know, like um, um, I, like I, I had a pretty good upbringing, man. I'm not going to sit here and be like I, I had a fucked upbringing. I've got a very very good, supportive, loving family. You know what I mean? Like I mean, my my old split when I was pretty young, and um, you know, there's there's a lot of things we go through in life, but but for the most part, man, I've got a a very loving, supporting family. You know where. In many ways, very dysfunctional, but very functional at the same time. You know what I mean, man? So, um, yeah, but I guess, uh, so my old man, my old man started, uh, the Republic Bar, which he has been to many times, brother. Yep. Um, he started when I was about 10 years old. So, uh, yeah, pretty much spent my, my days growing up in the pub and, um, you know, listening to music, working behind the bar and, you know, eventually playing up on the stage. And, um, yeah, brother. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, Right, everybody knows you, bro, from your music. You're you're a fucking goat. You know, personally, one of my favourite. That's for sure. Not not just from Tassie, but you know, out of Australia, bro. You fucking your music's mad. I love it. Um, where did it all begin, brother? Like, where? When did it sort of? When did it first come into your life? You know, like when? Yeah. Um, so yeah, music's always been there for me, bro. Um, I've got so I'm the youngest of, of five boys. I got I got four older brothers. Right. Uh, one of my brothers is like eighteen months older than me. Um, and then three of my brothers, like my older half brothers, they're like kind of 11, 12 years older than me. Right. Yeah. Um, so when I was a kid, when I was younger, they were kind of in college and, uh, you know, they grew up, you know, late 80s, early 90s. So lots of metal in my house. Um, you know, when grunge came true, like all my older bros always playing grunge and stuff. So music was heavy. My dad was into blues, always, you know, blues music all the time around the house. Um, and I, I just think, you know, through music being in the family a lot, I think it was my older brother, Anton, uh, he picked up a guitar. He was about four years old. I was, I would only be like maybe two or three. So I was, you know, uh, there was a lot of guitar, lots and lots of music in the house growing up. Um, so I was always drawn to guitar a lot. I used, I used to play a lot of guitar as a kid, but at the same time, like, I mean, even in my own family, I wasn't the best guitar player. You know, my brother was a better guitar player than me. Going through school and stuff, met a lot of guys who were better at guitar than me. And kind of over the years, I used to just kind of rap a bit. It started off, you know, maybe maybe just spitting some like NWA verses and stuff like that. But it eventually turned into, turned into what it is, man. They're like so back in those days, bro. I hear a lot of um, a lot of rappers say, you know, like back then rap wasn't cool, bro. Correct? Like it was. You uh, know, like I mean. I, I guess, like, so, you know, I went to high school, like, when was I in grade seven? 1998, I was in grade seven. So there'd definitely be certain areas of Australia where hip-hop was cool in 1998, but yeah. I went to Rose Bay, man, and it was, like, woven as fuck back then. And, like, like, for the first couple of years, man, like, you know, I'd wear baggy jeans and shit and come, you know, can't just come up and, like, fucking give you a dead arm off your fuck and try a hard American kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, while I was in high school, like, you know, like an Eminem came through and stuff like that. So by the end of high school, it was all sweet, man. But um, yeah, definitely the first few years I was there, there was like a, a you know a select few of people in the entire high school that actually liked hip hop. You know? Yeah. Yep. It's fucking changed over the years, hasn't it? It's you know these days, bro. It's the shit. Yeah, well, man, like rap is rap is basically pop now. You know what it I mean? Is, like yeah. you listen to 
the want coffees these days, and it's pretty hard to differentiate between it. Hundred percent. I've got a big road. I've got real estate to get the money. So true. See you, brother. I don't know, you'll be back, I think he's just going to shoot me. <laughs> true, true. Um all right, bro. So um yeah, so so sort of when did you when did you first sort of um you know start to make a bit of a name? Um I guess it was probably like grade grade eleven, so when I was around about fifteen. So a lot of people's getting into hip hop is more over you know, they meet a producer or they make beats themselves or whatever. Uh, so for me, in when I was, you know, uh, 15, me and my brother started a live hip-hop band called um, Unleash the Nugget. So yep. we were like, back then, there wasn't any, you know, there wasn't any hip-hop groups playing or, or anything going on like that in Tassie. Um, but we were kind of just like an old-school kind of party hip-hop band. Um, and just from playing a few shows, we ended up winning like the, the fucking state rock challenge as a hip hop band, which was, which was crazy. Um, and from that, um, so we had kind of early success, I guess, in, in Tasmania, you know, like we were, we played Gone South, we played Falls. Um, so we're doing, you know, festivals and gigs a fair bit. Um, so that was, that was kind of my introduction to it, I'd say, bro. Yeah, yep, true. Um, speaking of the rock challenge, bro, I played in that a few times myself, eh? Like, so I was, I was always a drummer. I was Claremont High, bro. Yeah, right. We had the year I was in it. We had um, Grover Bridget Prosser's band. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, Boris was like uh, Barney Bilby. Uh, yeah. Here it's coming through, brother. Hey. Yeah, the grills. <laughs> How are you, brother? Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, right. So, um. Yeah, yeah, no. So the rock challenge, right? I was always a drummer, eh? Like, um, like I learned, yeah, I done a few fucking guitar lessons and shit, like in late primary school and shit. But then, yeah, took the drums up when I hit high school and fucking, um, and yeah, played played right through high school. Played all the rock challenges. Used to, I was grade seven, bro. The drummer for the grade ten band, you know, like. Um, yeah, well, even even before there was a real hip hop scene in Tassie, the, the the music scene's always been fucking strong, man. Especially with the colleges, bro. Like. Yeah. The, the big colleges down here have always produced some fucking top notch bands, bro, and you know pushed a lot of people out that have done some big things, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, righto, bro. So, um, what about um, sort of your life went a little bit off off the rails there for a bit. I'm aware of, bro. Like, what sort of age was that? And and sort of can you run over that a little bit? Uh, yeah, I guess it's not like it's a, it's a hard one in the fact of like it's not like one thing happens and your life goes off the rails. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a life that kind of happens. And and for me, like you know, growing growing up in a pub and then and, and just drinking and going out and and the club scene became you know part of my life. And through that was just a gateway to you know to party drugs and stuff like that, bro. And I guess it's you know we all we all just start off having some fun and. <clears throat> For myself, it's definitely got it gotten pretty hectic a few times. Yep. Um, also, in the sense of like, I've never, you know, I, I've struggled over the years with it in some senses, but I've never like had that fucking rock bottom moment with drugs, man. I've never like lost my family or my fucking house or my job. So it's something that it does rear its head every now and again, you know what I mean? But it's something that as, as I get older, I really see that. You know, I want to live a long and healthy life, and just and just have fucking good mental health, bro. Because you know, yeah, you know, whether, whether you get full sucked into that, you know, the addiction of rock bottom or not, like 
constant, constant drug use over the years, man, fucking, it can cook your brain, you know, like I've definitely done some damage to it. <laughs> but I guess, um, for me, man, you know, uh, not, nothing too fucking hectic and major, bro. You know, I managed to keep my nose pretty clean out of trouble for the most part um, from living that life, bro. And I was starting to kind of get out of that life anyway. Um, and it was basically around the time that, you know, my, my baby mama fucking got pregnant and that was just like, boom, like this is the perfect time. This is happening for a reason. And then, um, and definitely led me away from and, and kind of, you know, started, started the, this journey I'm on and I'm still on for just, just growth as a human, man. Like, um, and I think it definitely started when my daughter was born, but it, it's a constant thing, man, that I'm constantly, you know, when by no means fucking perfect, man, I still make mistakes. You know, I can still, still to this day, you know, I can still struggle with fucking addiction and things like that, man. But it's, I'm, I'm trying every single day. I just try and try and just be a, a little bit better and, you know, do a bit better than I did yesterday, man. Yeah, 100%, bro, yeah. No, I, I feel you there, bro, 100%, you know. Um, as you know, I've had my fucking, battled my demons over the years, bro. I fucking know all about all about it, you know. But um, fucking speaking of grills, bro, like you boys have got a bond like no other, you know. It's fucking, it's beautiful, especially after watching that last battle with your Zay, like fucking brought tears yeah, to me eyes, bro. Like, so how, how long have you boys known each other for? Um, so it's, it'd be, I think it's about 18 years now, bro. Um, so I basically met grills. I was like, when I was kind of 18, when I was like, so I was kind of a young dude when I was 16, 17, I was the young dude sneaking into battle events, uh, and kind of, you know, the young up and coming with the snapper doing his thing. Yep. And then around the time that I was 18, a couple of my mates were like, bro, have you these fucking young cunt grills? He's like 14, 15, cunt and rap, cunt and fucking beatbox, all the rest. And I was like, no. Oh. And then, um, I'm talking about it before, man. It was a, a battle night down at, uh, the old syrup, the old knockwoods there. Yeah, yep. And so grills couldn't get into the venue. So he just used to hang out the front there in the smokers, man. Um, so when, you know, I'd go outside for a smoke and there's this fucking young 15 year old. I'm like, hey, don't know you, man. I'm grilling. Fuck it. Can I speak some bars? I was like, oh, fuck yeah, right. Go for it. And that's, uh, yeah. The, and how I initially met grills and we're, um, we're definitely, you know, always got along, always mates. Um, and it was probably around the time of kind of like 2009, 2010 that we just started hanging out more and getting closer. Um, and through that, he, he really, you know, was the one pushed me to get into the acapella battling. Like we were both big, big fans of it over the years and he started doing it and, you know, pushed me in that direction. It was through that, that, you know, like the two of us traveling the fucking country together and, um, yeah. you know, just two fucking broke cunts from Tassie, like traveling the country and making a name for ourselves. And, you Chasing, know, like a dream, you know, the first, the first battle I, I did in Brisbane, which grills him, he was like, come up and do a battle in Brisbane, bro. Like, you know, that night, like, like literally the, the you know, dude gives you the shirt off his own back and a place to sleep. Like, and, and since then that's just how we roll, bro. You know, like, yeah. um, you know, my, he's my brother, man. And I, you know, we, we got each other's backs, bro. It's just how it is. hundred, bro. hundred. Fuck, bro. I, I, I want to see us put another song out together. It's been a little while. Is oh, it- bro, we got... Don't you worry, Tomsey. We got some fucking buttons for you, brother. We got at least... Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm working on my new album. Not too far from finish now, man. I've got, like, uh, like a, a, 11 tracks written and recorded, and I've got, like, one or two more to fucking 
kind of write, record, chase up a few collabs here and there. Uh, but I can, Grills has got two tracks on the album that he's on. So, yes. um, yeah, there's some fucking, some absolute bangers coming from me and Grills in the near future, bro. Yeah, nice, bro. Nice. Um, fuck yeah, I can't wait, bro. Like, what, what sort of style is this new album, bro? Like, because I sort of, um, it went down the acoustic think, sort of path there for yeah, a little Fairly natural progression from what I was doing with Phoenix, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The majority of it is guitar-driven, so nearly every song I will come up with, you know, I'll come up with a riff on guitar yeah. and that's our work around it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's similar, so it's, the album is called Anthems. So it's just instead of like, I guess Phoenix was like a narrative, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it yeah. is of my journey, you know, that had happened over that, that period of time where Anthems is just like, there isn't like a narrative to the album. It's just like big fucking catchy sing-along shit. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's similar in a lot of ways to Phoenix, but I really feel like with, with Phoenix, me and Callum Ball, we would, you know, we just started working together. You know, we're just finding our feet with it, whereas now, man, the, the way we work is just, it's it's seamless, bro. Um, we, we're real. We're so in pocket with this shit we're making, and I, I cannot fucking wait to show people the music I've been working on, bro. Yeah, yeah. awesome, bro. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Do you, do you have a date set or anything for for now? Um, I won't confirm yet, but I'm hoping probably January or February next year. Um, oh, later than that, and I reckon I'll have I'll at least have like a film clip or single out by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but it's just, just you know, life, bro. Busy, busy in between, you know, being a dad and working, bro. Yep. Do what I can. Yeah, it's, it's coming along, man, but it's, it, it is a process. But, yeah, probably probably January or February should be the drop on it and should have that announced in the next month or two, I reckon. Yes. Yeah, Which I've been playing for, like, fucking six months. So if there's anyone out there, like, you said that back in March, bro, fuck, I'm sorry. Life, life happens. Yeah, you know, and it happens to a lot of artists too, I suppose, bro. You know, you, you do hear a lot of artists give you a date and it doesn't happen. But I suppose to to the outer outer perspective, like from an outer view, it's you just want the artist to fucking drop it there and then, you know. But but yeah, like but I, and I think apart from a very 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 small percentile of rappers in this country are living off their music. You know, I don't live off, I make money off my music, man, but I don't live off my music. And like, What do you do um, for work, bro? I'm a support worker, bro. So I do like disability and youth work, man. Um, so, and I guess the last probably 18 months or so, I've kind of gone out of my own a bit. So a lot of what I deal with is um, kind of young fellas that are either, you know, maybe they're looking, they've got something where they're looking at going to prison, so they've got to engage in support as, as part of their conditions or they're coming out of prison. So a lot of what I'm doing is working with kind of, you know, young disengaged guys and using my my life experience to kind of, to just, you know, give them a leg up and, and try and set them up to, to in the future so they can have some quality of life and, and get out and, and stay out of jail. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah, yeah, sweet, bro. Yeah, nice. Fuck. I never knew that. I've seen you in high vis and that a few times, bro. So I've always thought you was like a fucking. Uh, yeah, a few years ago that I've done high vis, that was like, fuck, 2017, I stopped doing construction work and, got in, and I have not looked back. Like, <laughs> if anyone, you know, if you're fucking fed up with your job, I cannot recommend support work enough, man. I fucking love it. Like, yeah. every day I get to like hang out with cool people, help people. It is fucking sick, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment myself, bro. I've just, um, about to start the studying to be like a drug, alco- drug and alcohol 
councillor. Yeah, he was playing by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing. Right? So much stuff in, the, in that industry, man, is like, um, you know, so many people, people with life experience do really well in that industry, you know. Um, you can have all the fucking – can have all the diplomas and book smarts in the fucking world, but without life experience, people just see straight through you. You know, hundred percent. So, um, yeah, I've been that person. You know, I've been and that. Hats off for the journey you've come on, man. So, you know, I mean, I remember seeing you a couple of years ago, bro, and it's like um, you come come a long way, brother. So yeah, you should be very proud of yourself, bro. Cheers, bro. I appreciate it heaps. You know, it's just the beginning, though, brother. This I'm only just fucking touching the surface, so. I've got some big, big plans myself, bro, for the future. Like, um, yeah, yeah, just bro. started to blow up on TikTok and shit with me videos, which is pretty cool. Like, um, yeah, but um, yeah, so, so um, take it back a little bit, bro. Um, you you become a dad and stuff. Obviously, that changed your life. Your, your little girl's a huge part of your life, as everybody knows. Um, yeah, man. So you had a marriage breakup and shit, bro. You. Yeah. Can you- yeah, man. So I was with um, me and my daughter's mum hooked up. I guess we were fairly young. I was like early twenties, and you know we were together for for nine years, bro. Um, I've I've gone in sort of a lot in my music, I guess, with, with the marriage breakup. Other yeah. than you know, so I don't go into it other than to say that you know, it, as it tends to, it got very messy for a lot of years, man. Um, you know, me and my daughter's mum went to fucking war, bro. You know, we were at each other for many, many years, man. And even like this time last year, um, you know, we, we were going through court, going through custody shit, like at each other, bro. Yeah, true. And then I, I was at a, I was at a point like, I was like, this is never, we're never going to get along. We're going to be like this for fucking ever. And I guess there was just a change in both of us. But it was probably about December last year that we actually sat down you know, outside of lawyers and went, went like, fucking, what is this doing? For, you know, for, for one, either of us, but what is this doing for Lily at the moment? It's just, you know, for our daughter, it's just... So, yeah, we sat down and we, we signed off on everything and we were fucking grown-ups about it, man. And we have, since then, that was December last year, like, we actually have a really good relationship, bro, which is just, for me, unheard of, man. Like, um, you know, we recently, you know, my daughter turned eight years old last month, man, and we just had our, our first combined birthday party together since she was three years old, like, um, and it was wow. so good. It was good for everyone, man. And just, and, you know, most importantly, so good for my daughter, man. Like, because kids pick up the energy, you know, kids know when their parents aren't getting along. Kids know when their parents are stressed. So, you know, when you can be the best version of yourself to your kids, man, it's, it's fucking awesome. It's so, it's so good. And it's the, it is the, you know, this is the most important thing in life is these connections with people and the people you love and, 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 you know, and it, with our kids, man, it's, you know, the, the epitome of like making a fucking change in this world. You know what I mean? Like setting your kids up on the right path to fucking, to have a good life, man. Yeah. So I, was, I was talking to a mate like a couple of days ago and he's going through. The same shit as I was going through 12 months ago. It's just like, and I was like, I guess, lad, to anyone out there, like, you never fucking know what could happen. Cause, you know, I never ever thought that me and my baby mama were going to come to the table about my daughter and get along. And we actually do now. So, yeah. You know, if we can do it, just about anyone can do it, I reckon. Yeah. Well, hey, bro, I've got such a fucking very, very similar story with my, with my baby mama. Like, um, you yeah. know, as you know, I've got two two daughters, bro, at age eight and ten. So I was I was only young and bro when my first was born. I was nineteen when she was born, like you know. So, 
But um, yeah, I, I, I split up with her, bro, like seven years ago, and it's and it's taken till like you know, twelve months ago to to finally right. actually get along. And now you know, Beck, Beck, and and um, the girl's mum get along like house on fire. Fucking, it's just brilliant, bro. Right. Same as you know, my, my my partner and um and my and my daughter's mum, man. Like they actually get along, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, this is. It's unheard of, like, but yeah, it's so good. Man. It's so good. Such a good um, feeling, eh? Like, it is when when your kids are involved in shit like that. It's this constant fucking weight that's hanging over your head. It never leaves, man. No, no matter what you're doing, if there's shit going on with your kids, it's fucking just sitting there hanging over your head the whole time. It is so a horrible feeling, to... heavy feeling, isn't it? Like, it sinks on your brain. It's all it consumes you. You know, it it's, it's a horrible. Yeah, I remember yeah. when I was fucking. Um, I remember. Getting locked up when, when I first got locked up, went to jail. Like the feeling of I, I was in the shit, a, a shit um, situation with her at the time. You know, with the kids' mum at the time. So there was no way that she was going to let the kids come into the prison to see me and shit. And I thought I was doing a twelve-month stint. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, I, I know the feeling all too well, bro. It's fucking, yeah, it's crazy, eh? Like, but yeah, so um. Yeah, so you got got the album and that coming, bro. Um, yeah, sort of. So what? Uh, apart from that, bro, what what other big things can we sort of look forward to from the Dundee? Um, well, yeah, it'll be probably album early next year. Definitely, like again, I've been saying this far, but a proper national tour next year to tour the album for sure. Um, I can definitely say. So I'm not. I was offered a battle. Next month in October, um, Grills is doing this event, which I had to I had to knock it back just because I've got the album done, like to get done, and um, you know priorities and all that. But I definitely will. I'll be doing a battle in Tassie next year. Hundred percent, we'll be doing a battle in Tassie next year, probably against the international. Kind of, kind of let you know as that happens. Um, and hopefully, whether it's next year or the year after, probably want to get back to Canada or UK at some stage to do a battle as well. So. Um, yeah, still, still got the hunger, man, and especially after the battle with Grills, man. It kind of—I I don't want to go diving, dive into battle rap like I did in the past. It's too hectic, but still to do maybe, maybe one or two battles a year for another couple of years. I think I've definitely got that in me for sure, bro. Yes. But apart from that, just living, brother. You know, just just working. Because um, that's half the thing is like when you got kids, man. Is really to all this other shit that goes on is to kind of just let that be sometimes and just be in the moment and not worry about other shit, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of the time I just try to just keep my head down and be in the fucking moment with my daughter, bro, you know? That's beautiful, bro. Do you see yourself ever having any more kids, brother? Ah, uh, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Like, I definitely could see myself out. You know, I, I love being a dad, bro. Yeah, like, same, it is, bro. It is, like, the best fucking thing I've ever done in my life, you know, by far, man. Um, so, yeah, if the timing's right, bro, fucking for sure, man, for sure, yeah. you know. Um, I'm looking forward to yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to be, you know, being that bit older now, you know. I've got me fucking life yeah, out of the way. Yeah. You know, now I'm about well, to have another baby. I guess, you know, I've only had the one, bro. When you have your first, it's all so daunting and hard. The majority of the time, you just go like, Fucking what, what the fuck am I doing? Like, who, who left me in charge? Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? You changed the shitty ass, like. <laughs> fucking nice. No, yeah, but you know, I was just looking forward to being able to do it right this time. You know, not not that I was ever a shit parent, yeah. but I just wasn't there for a lot of it. You know, 
Um, yeah. Just through, you know, fucking being on the drugs or, or you know, being locked up or shit like that or being with a girl that she, that the kid's mother didn't want to, but like, yeah, hated her yeah. guts and shit like that, you know. So it always was yeah. fucked. But, yeah, definitely looking forward to fucking being able to do it right at, at an older age, you know. But yeah, yeah fucking right. That's exactly what you mean, brother. No, exactly what you mean. Yeah. So just taking it back, talking of battle rap, bro. Um, I want to. I want a bit of a rundown on your battle rap career, bro. Um, we should have probably um, put this out at the start of the uh, party. But so I guess for me, my my intro into like you know stepping out into to meeting people in the Tasmanian hip hop community was going going to battle events. Um, there used to be, I think it was every. It was every month or every two months, but there was a free freestyle battle event. And this is like 2002, 2003. When did 8 Mile drop? Was that like 2001, I think? So this is like peak 8 Mile battle rap when you had like a club full of people that weren't necessarily into hip-hop, but they might have seen 8 Mile and they come to a battle and it's like, Whoa, you know. Yeah. Um, so the first couple of years from about 2002 to – 2006, 2007, it was just local freestyle battles, just, you know, just having fun with it. Like, I did really well down here, but it was nothing went, went further than down here. Yeah. Um, and then over the years, you know, there's the, the written acapella format um, became quite popular. I was always a big fan of it, always watching it with Grizzles over the years. Um, and he was always like, bro, we need to get into this shit, we kill it. But there was nothing in Taz to do it. And then... Eventually, Grill started doing his own league, Taz Battles, and he'd been doing that for maybe like six to 12 months or something. And he'd been a few times like, bro, you need to fucking jump in and do a battle, bro. You'll kill it. And I was kind of like, I'm in an hour. I'm like, oh, I'm doing my music. And he just kind of, yeah, in the end, he's like, bro, fucking battle me, bro. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to do a battle. We'll fucking, and I was like, sweet. So that was, yeah, J- January 2010 yeah, well. um, that I put the first time, man. Yep. Uh, and yeah, didn't didn't know what would happen with it. Through that, started getting in touch with um, you know leagues from you know interstate, Brisbane, Melbourne. Spent the first probably twelve months or so, pretty much just flying myself around, like, you know, out of my own out of my own pocket to go around and get my name out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just slowly built and built over the years, man. Um, and I guess I was you know definitely one of the mainstays of, of Australian battle rap. But for many years, but didn't quite reach that next step. And then it was uh, 2016 was when I really just shit started popping off. You know, I got a, it started with a, you know, a couple of guys from my battle with Harry Baker and, and Shuffle T from the UK. I battled them in Melbourne in 2016. Through that, I got my name out. Um, ended up getting flown out to Canada, um, you know, flown out to UK. And then, yeah, just spent a couple of years. Just you know, flying around the world for fucking battle rap, bro. It was it was insane, absolutely insane. That was around um, the days you know, when I first heard of you, to be honest, bro. About 2015, 2016, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it kind of it sucked me in for a while, man. Like I got, I, it, it consumed me. You know what I mean? Like, and I guess to, in many things like that, like to get to get so good at something, you you almost have to have an unhealthy obsession with it. You know, like yeah. it's no like obsession with it. Like yeah. every minute day that's spare is fucking dedicated to this thing. Um, and it was like, yeah, it was around the time of, yeah, like when my marriage broke down, I just kind of, it kind of made it like, fuck, you know, this is so much pressure I put on myself for this thing that I just, I just, I just let it all go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
And it took, it took the, you know, the time that it did. If it was what five, five or six years that I finally came back, and me, me and Grills did our rematch, man. So, um, battle rap is, you know, something I'll always hold dearly, bro. It's something that's has given me my fucking my leg up into hip hop, you know, because I, I was doing music for years before I got my name out in battle rap, and not doing so. It was battle rap that fucking, you know, got my name to where I was, man. It's a weird, it's a love hate thing for me, you know, like a fucking, I love battle rap. I hate it at the same time. Like, it's, it, it is what it is, man. It's, it's something that I always love. I'll always be connected to whether I'm actively battling or not. Like, it's just, it's, it's my life, bro, you know. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah, I, lo- I love it too, bro. I love, you know, you get the, you get the, so much aggression about you, bro, you know, and the, you put that intimidating front on and it's fucking mad, you know. I love it. I've got to ask you, bro, right? And I've watched it a few times. The battle with Cogs, bro. Like, yeah. was, was there fucking true beef in that? Like, because I can. No. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. On, on stage, bro, it looks like fucking. Um, it looks like. I guess you get caught up in the moment of it, bro. But, like. I could look on your face, bro. You weren't fucking happy. You know, it's like she's um, own cunt. Like, like. like, I guess early on in the piece, like. I, Cogs had put his hand up to battle. Um, and the league that it was going through was kind of trying to get him to battle someone else. And I was like, I'll oh, fucking battle Cogs. Cogs is sick. You know, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. fucking into it. I'll fucking battle Cogs. And the league wouldn't give me the matchup. So I just went public with him, went, hey, Cogs, want to battle? Fucking got like a thousand likes or, you know, it popped off. So yeah. then the league was like, all right, you know what happened. Um, but just early on in the pieces, me and Cogs were doing bits and pieces of promo, man. We just noticed, like, kind of just fanboys, you know, fans from either side, just already early on in the piece, fuck, fuck you, cunt. Cogs will win you, you know, full going at each other. Yep. So we just kept much about it. We're like, bro, I said, look, I'm like, bro, let's fucking sell this battle, man. Let's just, I'm like, let's just go to town on this shit, man. So we'd still, like, we'd tearing each other apart in the lead up and but still chatting every fucking week or two like how things bro like you know what i mean so yeah and even like like i said when you're on stage you know three months of build up and all like it's the energy's real man the energy's real and like when you're in the moment that feels real you know what i mean like but like there's no no beef with cogs man you know like um and I don't, I don't think I've really, I've never really had beef with anyone I've battled with. I think it would probably put me off if I actually had like serious beef with someone, you know? Yeah. Um, it'd probably fuck, fuck my mind up a bit and I'd, I'd probably be off my game. And, and I think, I'd say nearly maybe one, one, one that was different, but pretty much every battle I've done, I am way better friends and way closer with the person after the battle's finished, you know? So it's like, you know, I guess yeah, similar thing, you know, not in the, but, you know, people that, you know, boxing or whatever, you know, they fucking go at each other, then at the, at the end it's that sign of respect, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, bro, you know, I always wanted to ask you that because I've, I've watched it and it's, out of watching all your battles and shit, bro, that's the one where I can really sort of see it in your face like you're not happy, you know? But nah. It was, just, it was also like, I felt like that was my homecoming battle, bro. Like I'd been off, the, I think I'd done. I'd done a couple, I'd done some battles in Australia, but I'd been, you know, overseas battling these big names, battling internationals in Australia. So to come back and like to battle, you know, to battle cogs in Australia like that, it really felt like, okay, I've just taken on the fucking world. Now I'm coming home to do this shit, you know? Yeah. So there was a lot of, there was, you know, 
fucking a lot of lot of years of passion and build up that went into that performance. And I'd still say like I'd, I reckon my my performance against Cogs would probably be probably the favourite battle I've done. If you know, maybe like top three, top three. But it's um like the fir- my first round against Cogs is the fa- my favourite verse I've started in a battle for sure. That just came off like, like seamlessly, bro. Yeah. Yeah, sweet, bro. Well, I think we might tie it up there, Dunnas. Um, fucking really, really, truly appreciate your time, brother. It's been mad. Um, yeah, fucking looking forward to the album drop, bro. Um, yeah. Absolute pleasure, Dunnasy. Really appreciate you getting me on, bro. And um, as I said, fucking really proud of your journey, brother, and, and how far you're coming. And, um, you know, congratulations and good luck for the future, man. It's all, uh, she's all happening, brother. Thank you, brother. means a lot. We'll chat to you soon, my bro. Cheers. Uh, much love, my bro. Take care, man.